You're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Once again, joined by a man who is full-on nude from the waist down and is currently chopping karate boards with his boner. That's the dragon himself, Jeff Clark. What's up? And transmitting to us from the top of the Empire State Building, the bearded booger-eating gorilla known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. Shuddy boy, you're looking you're looking a little too cool for school over there. I can't see you guys at all. They're polarized, so it's blacking out the the laptop screen. Hmm. It's a very well, you polarizing wearing, decision you, you, you made. Cool? Just trying out my new sunglasses. Wait, are those the same ones you just had on? No. How many sunglasses did you get? So, got one from Skeletor. No, no, one from no, Battle no. Cat. Uh, when I purchased these, they're like a gray tortoise shell. When I purchased these, Knock Around was doing giving away a free pair of sunglasses with the purchase of a pair of sunglasses. Hmm. That's why I got two. Not oh, a Bogo deal. Yeah. Yep. I didn't order two sunglasses i ordered one well i mean i guess technically it's what prompted me to finally pull the trigger on another pair of sunglasses was the the free just you know basic free pair oh that's like quite the deal lot. you guys have going on there do you guys sell toys <laughs> what, what's uh what's your sunglasses budget look like well knock around is very reasonably priced these polarized were $25. So oh, wow. two pairs of sunglasses for $25. Kevin has his knock around nerfs. I have the, the knock around uh, alien invasions. And I think these were on the steep side at, uh, I believe, 30 doll hairs. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it makes it a little bit easier to buy multiple pairs of sunglasses when they are inexpensive. Are you saying knock around? Is that the brand? Yes. That's the brand of sunglasses. Knock around. K N O C K A R O U N D. That's regular, right? Like that's the regular spelling. I Except kinda, it's, kinda, w- it's one word instead of being two right. words. Okay, cool. Where normal spelling is it would be two words. That was, that was like too many he, letters for me to keep track of. Yeah, yeah, I zoned out once you got to the C. Uh, <laughs> you, is this like your guys' brand? You said it like this is something that you're like, that you usually buy. Well, no, I got, got I got knock around. You got knock around. Is this, so these ones that look all 80s out or 90s out are Nerf. So this was a targeted Instagram ad, which, goddamn these motherfuckers for their laser-honed accuracy on my wallet, because they get me a lot. 
Instagram makes yeah. me buy a lot of things that I don't need. So I saw these ones on an Instagram ad, and I was like, look at those fresh motherfuckers right there. But I don't wear these out in public because I look like a penis. I mean, they're, they're cool, but I look like a penis in them. So I get I a wear pair that you don't look like a penis in like I have. Well, I do. I, I have and knock around. Jason gets has a sponsorship with heat wave. I, so like, I, have, I lost my heat waves. I got a pair of heat waves that I wear when I'm out. We should we be sponsored it. by knock around, though. Are these two different sunglasses brands? Yes. Yes. That's why they have how two many, different names. How many different sunglasses brands do you guys know? This is impressive. Well, I didn't know if the Waves were another version of the knockout. Ray-Ban, Electric, Oakley. All I, all I knew was uh, I knew Ray-Ban. Costa. Ray-Ban. What are they Nick called? Sunglasses. What are they, Raisin Brand? <laughs> I know Ray, Ray-Ban and Oakley. That's about it. There was a point in time where I was trying to floss and I had a pair of fucking Gucci sunglasses. Oh, I Jesus. still have a pair of Gucci sunglasses. That had to be the worst version of Kevin Kraft, right? Those they didn't look like Gucci sunglasses. Like okay. I have I have such an odd shaped dorky head that it's tough to find any pair of sunglasses that don't make me look like a grade A chode. But they're they're out there where I just look normal wearing them. But shockingly enough, those Gucci's weren't, you know, like big bug eyed glasses they were actually like rectangular not rectangular but they they weren't gigantic they actually did look cool they didn't look like designer brand sunglasses which is why i bought them but they got fucking stolen from me after i think after two months of owning them what do you think was like the chodiest version of yourself i think ninth grade me was pretty lame and i had very few friends and i probably shouldn't even had as many as i did what was Chody Which, about you? Were you wearing like Fubu and Johnny Blaze? Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't really. Yeah, I was wearing some wigger stuff. I didn't really have my full like. Yeah, I still don't really have a style. I also was in between like, like difficulty of courses. It was my first year of high school. I I, I took like easy classes in eighth grade, and then I bumped up to like honors classes in ninth and tenth grade, and. So like I wasn't familiar like all the other kids in the in my classes had been, you know, in the same class for years prior. They kind of knew each other. My best friend moved to like another school for that year. And then you roll into so the I, honors classes and you're saying shit like potpourri and calling kazoos kazoos and they're like Filipino. What the fuck is this guy doing in this class? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did not belong. Um <laughs> but I don't know, I just felt like that was pretty much the wackest version of myself i don't know what i've because i've gone through so many whack phases i mean the raver stuff was really weak but i didn't wear that out and about it was only when like okay i'm doing drugs tonight and i'm going to a rave i'm dressing like a dickhead <laughs> yeah, give me my pacifier <laughs> <laughs> yeah give me my glow sticks my pacifier and my reese's pieces visor <laughs> yeah, exactly reese's pieces Man, but I, I mean, Gucci, Gucci sunglasses craft sounds real bad. That doesn't sound like the kind of craft I want to hang out with. It sounds bad, but I'm telling you, the, the sunglasses work on a dope. <laughs> are yeah, those Gucci's? He, he had boy? great drugs. These, like, <laughs> these are my Gucci's, yes. Yeah, see, those don't look like designer brand sunglasses. Uh, those how much do those normal. cost? These cost zero doll hairs. 
that I beat up a guy time, and mugged him. No, no. Uh, that time that Arts <laughs> picked me up at the airport. You mugged arts? <laughs> yeah, I mugged arts. No, we got in the car. I had on, I, I had regular sunglasses on, and he's like, "No, you're in L.A. Where are my Gucci's?" And I put them on, and he looked at me, and he goes, "Well, they look better on you than they ever have on me. Keep them." Son of a oh, bitch! Arts is arts isn't giving me shit. Actually, can't talk about it. Arts gave me a gift on uh, via Instagram. Maybe we'll talk about it on the Patreon. It will come up eventually. An MSPH. <laughs> Oh boy. (laughs) I feel like perhaps when the, uh, what was the, the affliction shit with the, like the Uh, big graphics and that wispy French style scrolly things were big. There was a point in time where I was like, cause I, this is my default wearing like a comic t-shirt, just like a, a black tee with either a metal band logo on it. Or something nerdy. That's my default. Oh, the, bu- the butthead. I got you. And I, I, str- I stray. There was a point in time. Oh my god, I forgot about this. I went and hung out with my dad for a weekend, and my dad can pull some shit off. My dad is a really handsome dude, and he's very fit and muscular and stuff. So he can pull off like head to toe linen, and he looks he looks like a fucking G. And I remember I spent a weekend with my dad, and he looked so kick ass in all this linen i was like you know what i'm gonna try that out so i went (laughs) to a department store and i bought some linen shit and oh my god did i look like a fucking tool i didn't commit to that apple does far fall far off the tree in this sense huh yeah because i'm somehow a fucking banana that grew on that apple tree (laughs) but that sucked and the 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 affliction because i never had anything that was actually affliction but i when I worked for Sirius in New York, there was Saks Fifth Avenue like two blocks away. So sometimes I'm, sometimes I would go in there and be like, all right, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to buy like, uh, some nice clothes and see if I can pull off looking halfway presentable. And that fucking douchebag shit was, was calling to me. And I bought that. So I look like a dickhead. How much were one of those t-shirts? I remember like Armani exchange was popular for like a certain crowd when I got into, freshman year of college or when i got into college see i always and, thought Arm- armani exchange is like on the low end of the armani scale right is that it's like the I, casual I mean, shit, yeah. Right? yeah 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 it's the more it, the more accessible armani stuff to the masses well let me tell you the italians from long island and new jersey fucking loved armani uh, armani exchange i back know in the day. Uh, never mind no 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 what were you gonna say Kevin, Kevin, what was he going to say? Out him, Shuddy. Shuddy, get him. Shuddy, get him. No, it's me. I was going oh. to say that uh, I noticed so. that on season six of the Jersey Shore, that's all the situation wears is Armani Exchange. Right. Okay. So you outed yourself as a Jersey Shore fan. There's nothing wrong with that, though. I'm right there with you, buddy. I'd all be right. on that couch you, next to you. Yeah. There was, a, you. there was a point where we would be drinking and Shuddy Boy would pull his shirt up and be like, uh oh, look out. The situation is here. That is not <laughs> true. I did. That, that is definitely not true because I did not start watching the Jersey Shore until Sharon and Michaela subjected Hoisted me it to you. it. And then I was like, wait a sec. I, 
I can't, I remember I walked into the house one night while they were watching it and I looked at them and I, I, I just, I went, really? And they're like, yep. And I sat down on the couch and after 10 minutes, I looked at Sharon and I go, is it always like this? And she goes, sometimes it's crazier. And I said, all right. And <laughs> n- haven't looked back. Have not Good. looked back. Have not looked back. It's got charm and there's nothing wrong with admitting <laughs> like, that. It's complete garbage TV and it's so much fun. Like I can, you can have it on and as background fodder. Yeah. Well, Armani, Armani exchange was big when I was in college, my first like year or two freshman, sophomore year. And I went looking to buy some money, Armani exchange. And it was like $90 t-shirts and I was out. I remember Shuddy's Armani phase. Man, that must've been, you weren't wearing a hat then, were you? Look at him. Oh, the situation is here. This dick ain't gonna suck itself. (laughs) Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. (laughs) Well, how much? How much were those Affliction T-shirts? They feel like they would be like super expensive. I don't know if I ever bought a shirt that was more than like fifty bucks. But even then, I was like, God, you're such a dumbass. Why are you spending fifty bucks on a fucking shirt? Did you say that to yourself at the time? Were you saying that? Like, this is stupid. So on yeah. Affliction's website, I never their wore actual Affliction though. Are sixty four dollars? Their t-shirts are sixty four dollars. Jesus Christ! I can't believe people still pay for that. You imagine so. Oh, Ed Ed so Hardy. Does anybody still wear Ed Fardy? I see so. I see like, of all people, Instagram models. A few that I follow wear like. What is it? Uh, Von Dutch hats? Those oh, that's hats? back? I don't even know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's an old hat, but it's not like old chicks, obviously. And they're smoking hot, so it's not like anyone can make fun of them about it. But yeah, I don't know. I've seen some Von Dutch hats somewhat recently. I thought those, those things died like 10 years ago. So did I. But I mean, if there's anything that can revive a brand, it's fucking hot chicks. They have magic powers. Absolutely. Were you ever a Von Dutch fan? Von Dutch pop collars? That no. doesn't seem like you. No. Oh Never got that. Never went through the Abercrombie phase. I was. I own some Hollister stuff now. I was. Oh, here's. That just because I'm a surfer. No. I haven't. It's comfy. And it was. I, I have I'm an alibi. Myself um, now that I'm a little bit lighter. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's opened up a whole world of wardrobe options that I never thought were possible. Once you're comfortably in a large, it's like, wow, this is how the, this world. This is how yeah. all right. this is how the other huh? half live. Oh wow, <laughs> this is great. Bring on the fishnet half shirts. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a trip. <laughs> hey. I had something I just. Oh, I had an alibi. Um, for not being able to wear Abercrombie and Fitch when I was younger, and I was always too fat for it. So, like when I say I never wore Abercrombie and Fitch, you believe me. I I, I was I can never get something in that in my size. Yeah, they didn't call it Abercrombie and Fat. <laughs> no, there wasn't there wasn't a big and tall section in Abercrombie and Fitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, in fact, I think they they had like bouncers standing at the door specifically to keep Jeffs out. Like, no, 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 sorry, you're not allowed to come in here because we don't want you affecting our brand. My homegirl 
right after college became the store manager of the Fifth Avenue Abercrombie and Fitch. Remember oh, where they shit. used to have the the fucking shirtless model standing outside just like waving at chicks? I don't remember that. I mean, I remember they had like dudes shirtless dude posters in the front like pulling their pants no, down. No, the ones showing in a little the big bit of had shirtless dudes standing out front. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they had both. Yeah. Wagging their wieners at people and shit. Yeah. I remember her wanting to kill herself. She hated that fucking job. <laughs> fucking hated it. I can only imagine how terrible it was. Well, Shuddy and I knew a guy that was a manager at Abercrombie and Fitch. Ritz. Oh. He was a did manager he, at the one in the Rockaway Mall for a while, I think. Did he did he do slow children with you? He yeah. Did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> wow. And what he an was, arc. What a I story mean, arc. Yeah, he was a loose cannon too. Yeah, he was a crazy dude. Yeah, he was like he was. Yeah, but he was. He looked like an Abercrombie guy. Yeah, he was a good looking dude. He was he was big. He was he was in shape. Um, But he would also get wasted and want people to punch him in the face at parties. (laughs) He was like he was stereotypically Abercrombie good looking, like. The kind of he's the was the kind of good looking that he could walk up to a girl and say whatever came out of his mouth and she would be hanging on it no matter what it was. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we used to like the guy you want to be that. in his orbit just to get whatever meteors float past him. Yeah. We would go and visit him at the mall and like, you know, because. You could, it, it's kind of like Cinnabon. You can smell an Abercrombie from like five stores away because they're <laughs> pumping that fucking dog piss cologne that they put in the air ducts. <laughs> and you walk in there and you're just like, oh, I always be like, man, how do you spend eight hours a day just getting baked in this? You're just like turning into douchebag jerky, <laughs> getting smoked by that disgusting cologne. He's like, yeah, it's it's a bummer. But then again, I think around that same time, I was also a manager at McDonald's. So I would come home smelling <laughs> oh, wow. like stale fries and Big Macs. And he comes back smelling like hello, cologne and hot chicks. <laughs> what a what a pussy, am I right, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. What Fucking a dickhead. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he now? I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen him for... In a while, but I do remember one time. He's probably married with family, fucking idiot. He got wasted and headbutted our uh, <laughs> his wall. So he he lived in this house where he just let everybody. It was like tons of parties there. There are always like stacks, pyramids of beer cans and stuff, and you could sign his walls with sharpies and stuff. So his walls were littered with drawings and scribble scrabble. And How one many day, penises? oh, endless. Mostly penises. It was probably 95% penises. Peeing like on fucking, other penises. Like the Jonah Hill's notebook? Yeah, High yeah. School notebook? It's super bad, yeah. yeah. But he started, like, punching holes in the wall because the video camera came out. And he, he was a good performer. He could turn it on. The second he saw a camcorder, he was, he, was in, he was in stunt mode. And then he goes to headbutt the wall. But he didn't angle his head properly to, like, give oh, his forehead no. the brunt of it. So he his nose, his face against oh. his. I mean, his forehead did get some of it, but so did his nose, and he got a pretty gnarly, bloody nose from that. I remember, just face butted the wall. He broke it. Now is 
is he the kind of good looking that could still holler at chicks with a bloody oh, face? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that did yeah. not, that didn't affect his stock in any, in any fashion. Yeah. He went to Canada and got in, a, got in a fight with somebody at a bar and they sucker punched him when he was pissing in the urinal and oh. he had to get his, he, they broke his jaw and he had to get his jaw wired shut and that didn't even slow him down. He oh, was just wow. walking to a party and be like, Hey, what's up, ladies? And they're like, Woo, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, life's not fair. Goddamn beautiful people. Wow. I want to smell that guy's hand. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I watched some stuff. Oh, thank God. I watched Before we nothing. get into this. Yep. He, I tried to get him to... Mark Rinker took an exception with your rating of Conan the Barbarian. Mm, I kind of figured he I'm, would. I saw him and Dom both gave it like five stars on Letterboxd. Letterboxd D. I apologize. He, uh, he was very upset by the three and a half you gave it. Also because you didn't indicate if it was a rewatch. It didn't seem like it indicated that it was a rewatch. So He's very upset that you don't write reviews. He really wants to. He really wants to get into your head and know what you're, I, what you're I know. thinking on these reviews. Like he needed, he needs an explanation as to why you would only rate Conan three and a half. Well, sometimes the first it's, watch. Okay, Jesus, Shuddy. Sorry. It, yes, Conan was a first watch. I somehow made it 38 years without ever seeing Conan the Barbarian in its entirety. While I was watching it, there were definitely lots of parts that I remembered, like when um, James Earl Jones turns into a snake and his face starts stretching out. I, I vividly remember that. The reason, There's... and it, it didn't get, so here's how to crack my letterbox decode, because they only let you do half-star increments, which, by the way, a three-and-a-half-star rating is a seven out of ten. That's still a good score. But if I put a heart next to it, anything... That's a 3.75 and above gets a heart. So a three and a half with a, with a heart means it's a 3.75. But I'm sure that's still not enough for, for Mark. <laughs> I don't know. It was good, but yeah. stuff just like happens in it. There's no real rhyme or reason. It's just, oh, now he's talking to some weird wizard. There's really no explanation for how he got there. It's, it's a little sloppy. I think... And I'm going to put this out here now. We'll have to worry about, we'll have to figure out scheduling. Uh, the next time you're on What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, we will have to do Conan the Destroyer. Okay. Because I'm assuming you haven't seen that either. No. And that one's supposed to be like worse, right? That one is PG 13. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the good things that Conan the Barbarian had going for it was just. A parade of boobies and violence. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I haven't seen that movie. Well, if I have, it's been a long, long time that I don't remember anything. Is there, there is boobies in it? Oh, yeah. Lots Tons of, of boobies. boobies. Yeah, Schwartz, old Schwartzy is, is getting his dick wet every other scene. He does a lot of barbarian porking. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. I'm going to have to Mr. Skin that. Or even <laughs> Red Sonia, Shuddy. Because he's in that as well, right? I've actually never seen that. Neither have I. Brigitte Nielsen? 
Uh, but as far as as new viewings, I did go and see Fast and the Furious Nine, or as it's officially billed, F Nine. Who did who did you go with? Because I was looking for someone to go with, and I couldn't find anyone. Yeah, me neither. I went by myself. Vin Diesel was my co-pilot. I have not been able to find anyone to go with me either. Yeah, shows how much we talk, huh, Kevin? All right. Well, I I I figured if you're not willing to drive to Studio City for MSPH, you're not willing to drive here for F9. Control-Alt-Delete. Okay. That's such a retarded asshole statement. You guys couldn't have met halfway? You couldn't have met? There's not a movie theater halfway between you? I mean, I, I have no in, I have no issue with driving up to Studio City to hanging out with him. I have an issue with driving up there Monday morning to record the podcast when I have work that I have to do as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know. It's not the same fucking thing. Like, I work on Monday and Friday. You have the Friday night. I'm off. I don't know what you're talking about. Just a just a cunt fucking comment. Anyways, fast nine. <laughs> you went by yourself. Great. I did. I did go by myself. And Virgin. like I've said before, I'm not, I haven't seen the entire franchise. I think the first one I ever saw might've been five at somebody's house. And I was sort of half paying attention to it. And then a girl that I dated years back was very into the franchise. And she made me watch seven and then dragged me to the, to the theater to see eight. And I actually did enjoy seven and eight as stupid as they are. And the commercial, like the trailer for Nine, just looked as absurd as ever. Like they the, go to space, do they not? Yes, these dumbasses took a fucking rocket car to space. And Fast Nine. Yes, ludicrous. How do you? So Luda and Tyrese go into space in like. Um, Fuck, I forget the car, but it's like an 80s car, like a Fiero or some shit with a rocket attached to it. And they're wearing scuba gear taped up with duct tape. Did they go uh, in underwater yet? How does that happen in any of the franchises? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, space, that's like, isn't that the, that's the final frontier type shit? Like, how do you go harder than that? That was the joke. That I mean, that was like the... The joke of people being like, yeah, every installment, it gets, it gets so silly that one day they're going to go to space. And obviously that was a throwaway joke people were making. It was like, yeah, this is, this is a, an exaggeration of the series. And Fast and the Furious was like, oh, you think we're fucking around, do you? <laughs> we're sending these guys into space. Yeah, like, do, they, do they dumb the whole thing down for Fast 10? Right, and it just becomes like just it goes, it goes back to like, being back to street racing. Yeah, just local <laughs> shit in the valley. Well, I heard somebody say it's going to be them um, making a heist on heaven to get Paul Walker back. Oh, that would be sweet. That would be sweet <laughs> CGI. That yeah. a little insensitive to the Walker estate, but hey, want some more money? He could probably get a twenty million dollar check. We were talking about how much money, and I already know now. But how much money Vin Diesel has made off of the Fast and the Furious? Actually, we the answer to the or the question that we got answered was how much money he's worth. But I think he's making twenty million per Fast and the Furious at this point. That's that's believable. I mean, I would honestly I actually, believe it if it was higher. 
Yeah, I, I, w- I would have went over on that one. If you said over under 20 and a half, I, w- I would have went over. I mean, that is, that's his franchise. Vin Diesel's Fast and the Furious dick is so big, he got the fucking rock kicked off of it. He's like, yeah. no, 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 this is my franchise. I'm yeah, the star. I'm the alpha here. I'm, I'm Dom Toretto. Or turret, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, you know, I wonder how much of the success of these absurd movies was because it had The Rock in it. I, I mean, definitely think it got a little bit of a boost. It could, it could, like, is this it could have been to, hurt. No, but like, is now that he's not in it, now that Vin Diesel threw the hissy fit about The Rock being more popular in his own movies than him, is that going to hurt the franchise is what no, I know. There's no way. And what are they ending on? Are they ending on 10 or 11? I think because like I know they this, announced the end. I feel like the timing did, I don't know if you guys have looked at the box office stuff yet, but I think the timing of this premiere is just so good that it, like, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna make a shit ton of money. It it's did all win. of the box office this weekend, this past weekend, dude, there was, in the Edwards Theater in Long Beach, I don't even know how many screens they have. They have a fuck ton. They had a Fast and the Furious showing every 15 minutes. I've never yeah. seen anything like it. So never. number three this week, this past like dark weekend, night shit. was The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> the most clumsy I, title ever. With Is that a sequel <laughs> to The Hitman's Bodyguard? Yes, with, with okay. uh, Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Did four point nine million dollars? That was number three. That doesn't even cover Ryan Reynolds. Shit. A Quiet Place <laughs> Two did six point two million in Damn. the number two spot. All right, that's respectable. Do you know the answer? That can I guess the the, the box offices? And then we've got Fast F Nine, the Fast Saga. Did you at, see it, Kevin? At number or did one. You see- I you think I did. Box office. I I okay. did. I don't remember it exactly, but I did see it. Are you gonna guess? Sorry, Siri just cut in. Um, yeah, I'll guess. I forget what the record is. I'll go one thirty-five. Okay, that's high. I know that's that. very generous. Uh, Seventy yeah. million. Oh shit! Is what it did, but look at seventy million, and then the next closest movie was six point two. Everybody who went to the movies this weekend pretty much went to see. And that's just domestic. Yeah, but, that, but worldwide, I think it did $400 million. But, like, to me, that number, it's just the domestic box office, but that number kind of proves Shuddy's point, I think. Because, I, I mean, I guess a lot of higher wasn't, didn't the Dark Knight set the record at, like, $100 million? Like, what's the record currently? Like, it's the, the Avengers, right? Didn't the Avengers put up, like, $200 million one weekend? So 70 really... I think like, so. 70 well, really isn't that much. I mean, the pandemic hanging around still probably fucked with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet you that they are, while they may not publicly say it, privately they're happy with a $70 million opening weekend. Interesting. Amidst a pandemic. So, I mean, John Cena is probably with wrestling is probably a bigger star than, than what's his face. I'm spacing on his name, Vin Diesel. What? So was it more than just like, he didn't want a bigger star on the set with the rock. The rock was was because the rock's character was so beloved. Oh, it really was a dick swinging contest with 
The Rock being more popular than him in his own movie franchise. Gotcha. Okay. Didn't they both become good guys and that's what was the issue? I always just thought it was Vin Diesel was just like, no way, I'm I'm the big dick here. Get this guy out of here. He's too popular. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little bit of jealousy. But I feel like he could make the same claim about John Cena. Or they just butted heads. I think they they, they, like butted heads on set too. Yeah. But it could have just been Vin Diesel poking movies. Yeah, something happened on set uh, because in the last couple of movies, Hobbs and Dom did not share a single scene. They were never on camera at the same time together because they would not shoot scenes together. So elephant in the room that. about fa- with fast nine, um, the whole, the whole shit, the whole franchise, like they're saying, or their motto is, you know, families, everything or family first, whatever. But John Cena is Vin Diesel's little brother. Yep. Doesn't that just like ruin everything? Like the fran- not everything, but like half of what the franchise is built on. Not really, because they still crowbar it in to multiple scenes, and it's not just Vin Diesel saying it. Like I think other people are do- like, it's nothing but just. We don't do that, cause we family. Just it's terrible, right? Oh my god, it is so fucking cringy. It's so embarrassing. The the dialogue between. Vin Diesel and John Cena was so bad. Like, these movies suck. Let's be honest. Nobody goes to them thinking like, uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm just so caught up in this story. It's like, no, no, no. You just like the stunts. The stunts and the action are cool. Everything else surrounding it is a shit sandwich. It's so fucking stupid. I went to a packed showing. It was a 4 p.m. showing on a Friday. Packed. And lines that were delivered to be serious got big laughs from the audience. Like, people are just fucking straight up laughing at the movie's sincerity. And then the parts where they were trying to be funny, fucking crickets. Like, their actual real attempts at humor were so fucking bad, nobody even laughed. I mean, like, John Cena is a, you know, former professional wrestler. He could have probably improved a decent like decent lines like he cut his own promos obviously and i'm sure he had a lot of like input on the writing of his own fucking wrestling character like i don't know like if it's that cringy it's that bad that's like really embarrassing like (laughs) like how little effort was put into the writing like you're not even trying at all and and you know like the stunts and stuff pay off stunts were good um not as good as the last one the it, I mean, and it's just so fucking preposterous the the stunts that they pull off, like every every installment it's like yeah fucking right with that stunt, but this was the biggest yeah fucking right with some of the things that happened in this. I mean, when they're going to space, I'm I'm probably leaving. I'm probably gonna go home. There was stuff even more absurd than sending Luda and Tyrese <laughs> into space. If you can fucking believe that. Wow. And if people don't give a fuck about spoilers, so they, when they're in space, they're going to stop this satellite. So they use the rocket car to like destroy the satellite. And then it's like, okay, so they're in space. How the fuck do they get back? They just happen to float by the International Space Station and they are 
outside of the car with little tubes, like floating in space, be like, hey, let us in. And then it just cuts them back on Earth. And they're making jokes about how Tyrese just ate candy the whole time. Never any explanation of how they get two civilians back to Earth (laughs) 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 within a couple-week period. Like, it was just utterly fucking ridiculous. Uh, I mean... Do you you think they had it in the script? Like... How they got back to Earth? No, of course not. Like the director, the producers, like we don't need all this. Fuck this. We don't need all this. Just take. No, we're just gonna put them right back on Earth. I think in the writing process, they were like, there is no logical way to bring these guys back. So that's just gonna happen between scenes, and we're not gonna address it. Yeah, most likely what happened is there may have been at some point some sort of explanation, and somebody looked at it and said, "That makes no fucking sense. Get rid of it," and just chopped it <laughs> chopped the script yeah right there <laughs> well i wonder if like there's like an associate like screenwriter or someone in the writing room was like pushes back on this and then like the executive producer looks at him side eyes him and he's end up he gets fucking fired that next day just for <laughs> like he's just saying the script doesn't make any sense like well wait a minute what do you mean does it make sense where where do we lose you buddy so they brought back like a ton of people in this one they brought back Han, who's a fan favorite, who died in an exploding car, and they try to explain that away with Kurt Russell's character, Mr. Nobody, one of the most laughable names ever. And even as they're explaining it, I'm like, I don't get it. What, what they just said doesn't make any sense. That does not explain how he <laughs> is still alive. Like, what the fuck are they talking about here? Uh, they, they brought back that goofy hillbilly kid who was the main character in Tokyo Drift. His they stupid did. ass got brought back. Yup. Bow Wow's back. Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking Chad Moss. It was oh, man. such a crowd. Wanna... Dude, Cardi B's stupid ass was in it. I, I love her. I need her ass. Yeah, but I don't want to watch her act. She is dopey. No. Oh my god. I mean, is she dopey? Is she how much worse is she than Michelle Rodriguez? She's is that worse. Even her name. Oh, she's worse. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, she's, it's yeah. noticeable. She's very bad. Yeah. I I really want to go to that I want to watch that scene where they explain that guy living through the exploding car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see if you see, can make sense of it. How well, they explain no, he, Han's still they, alive. He got ejected from the car as it blew up. I mean, when Wait, did he what? explode? In, in seven? <laughs> that doesn't explain it. No, in Tokyo Drift. So how did you live what? through that? Well, I got ejected from the car. Han was killed at the end right? of Tokyo Drift. Oh, I thought he survived and, and died in like six or seven. Why wasn't Because Kurt Russell Drift? wasn't around in, in three. No, because... Um, Chris Bradstad and Guardians of the Galaxy. So this is where the timeline gets a little a little screwy. Oh boy. So should he taking us to fast school? So in Tokyo Drift, Han befriends the hillbilly kid and gets him into racing and bow wows in that crew. What as the hell's well. that noise? Uh, sorry about you, that. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, the gardeners, maybe. 
<laughs> Sounds like someone's playing like a didgeridoo in the background. Oh, that worked. All right, continue, Shuddy. Um, and then Han dies during a race in the movie Tokyo Drift. But he's in the other ones. So then, I believe... Statham was a bad guy in seven, good guy in eight. Is that correct? Or was he... So, I believe four, five, six, and the part in seven where Han dies all take place before Tokyo Drift. Oh, okay. Because then Statham, the the reason that Han is killed in Tokyo Drift is by Jason Statham, by... Shaw because of what they did to his brother in it's five all or about six. family. So then yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe four, five, six, and most of seven take place before Tokyo Drift. <laughs> At least four, five, and six take place before Tokyo Drift. Let Man. me Google that. Those motherfuckers sure. age weird. <laughs> yeah, in fucking circles. <laughs> well, so how many uh, Don Toretto dicks are you gonna suck? It is so funny how Fast and the Furious movies started out as just street race movies, and they've just turned into James Bond movies for retards. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, James Bond for. Dyslexic. Yes, Tokyo Drift is the eighth movie chronologically. Wow. So or not eight? Not I wouldn't say eighth because there's a couple of things that are. Um, uh, there's a couple of DVD shorts in there. So oh my god, the seventh movie in the or the sixth. So Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Fast Five. Man, they're worse at naming these movies than Xboxes of their consoles. Fast and Furious 6 all come before Tokyo Drift. That's so then fucking Tokyo weird. Tokyo Drift happens. Then 7, 8, and 9. Uh, not counting Hobbs and Shaw. Weird. Well, to answer your so question, this is only Jeff, a few movies removed from that in the timeline. I can't give this anything higher than two point seven five dicks. It was just very, very goofy, and I also was able to separate this. But I have to give you my theater experience. So ever Beautiful. since the Were closure, ever since the closure of my beloved ArcLight, I have been delegated to patronizing amc relegated all right man I'm, i liked it better when you just played xbox you guys shut it i know i'm looking for and it i don't own an xbox it's playstation yeah, it twice. actually uh, actually he got you twice man i feel like yeah, he, he doesn't have xbox you fucking idiot 
You just got shuddied, motherfucker. Right, so anyway. Good job, Shuddy. Man, I don't... Shuddy Boy semantics just scrambled my brain. I forgot we were. Yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. Your AMC theater going experience. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. F nine. No, so Tokyo Drift. It was. You're it, giving your review in Tokyo Drift. It was an IMAX showing, so I accidentally got a seat that looked like a good seat on the theater map, but ended up plastering my face to the screen, which you get used to pretty quick. So that didn't bum me out. But the guy sitting next to me was breathing like this through his nose the entire movie. And as you can imagine, a Fast and Furious movie in an IMAX setting is quite loud. And I still heard this. Was he, was he a big dude? No. Was he, a fat guy? he was built like me. I looked over at him expecting to see like some 700 pound man and it was just a normal like relatively in shape guy like passable <laughs> with a shirt on I, I Is that feel what you like, call yourself oh, okay yeah, pass, right. passable with a shirt on yeah that's what I'll go with <laughs> all right. so this motherfucker is wheezing next to me like waking sleep apnea this little rotten shit behind me kicked my motherfucking seat the entire movie and the little girl sitting next to him had the loudest hiccups through 70% of the movie. It was a fucking diarrhea symphony. I could not fucking believe it. Wheezing guy, hiccups, and fucking Jackie Chan behind me kicking the shit out of my seat for two and a half fucking hours. And you think it has nothing to, this didn't come out in your grading at all? No. There's no way if this... this Okay. I made a conscious All effort right, to you. only grade the movie. But it was like, sure, is that AMC's fault? No. But did I ever experience anything like that at Arclight? No. Is that shit always happening every time I go to an AMC? Yes. And that's because AMC the- is a garbage theater filled with garbage people. Do you think it's because of the location of the AMC? Like, do you think if it was an AMC... If- the arc light became an AMC. Do you think it, you would have the arc light experience or an AMC experience? Or if you went to a different AMC somewhere else? Great question. Also, adding to that, maybe the arc light, because of its location, you don't have as many kids. There's not as many family oriented trips. Although you did see, you know, kid movies there too. So. I don't know. I honestly, I mean, I think AMC is in the process of buying the Arclights. So we'll find out. So, you, so are you, is your anticipation that's going to turn into a shitty AMC or? Probably. I mean, why would they bother know. uphold? They don't have to. They don't have anybody to compete with anymore. So do you think they just shuttle in the white trash? Like, they all can, right, we're going to grab you guys from the fucking Inland Empire. They can, yeah, they can keep serving stale popcorn drizzled with piss. <laughs> you try the gourmet popcorn. It's delicious. You try it. It's only 25% piss. No. I, Man, you're grumpy. They, 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 this movie going experience really sucked, huh, buddy? Yeah. I'm pissed off. I got, my, I got my tickets to see Black Widow at an IPIC. So it might just be... And there is an, an Alamo Draft House in downtown, but I can't drive downtown every time I want to see a movie. 
I was going to ask if there was still Alamo Draft House because we were talking about going to one of those before the lockdown happened. I still got to check one out. Their milkshakes look phenomenal. They're great. I, I don't know. Maybe only, we don't go see a movie. Maybe we should go get some milkshakes. The only one I've ever been to was in Texas with some fellow Puminati members. We took a, a, a little sneak away from Ellis Mania to go see an early showing of Jojo Rabbit. And I mean, they get really good popcorn. They, they pop fresh popcorn. They put it in this big metal bowl. They drizzle it with butter and salt and toss it so it gets evenly distributed. And then they give you the bowl. So maybe... Do you get to take it home with you? You do not get to keep the metal bowl. If the movie-going experience is so important to you and you do it as often as you do, and Alamo Draft House is a fun experience, maybe going to downtown isn't that much of an effort. Just, why don't you give it a shot, man? I mean, I'm definitely going to make a trip there. You think about just how terrible this AMC experience was I know. for you, and it's like your thing. You always shit on AMC and talk about how terrible it is. And we're just, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not accusing you of anything. Whatever he's not accusing you of, I am. So, but but could it be that you just hate AMC so much that you were as when you should have been paying attention to the movie and getting lost in the, the fast and the furious world, you were hypersensitive looking for things to complain about and blame on AMC. Okay. Yeah. Cause you're, where you may be hyper-focused was maybe your ADD directed in the, uh, Shuddy, I know you love being in perpetual disagreement with me, but I'm just asking if, if you had an AMC racist, it's a fair question. If you had a child kicking the back of your seat for two and a half hours, would all would, I'm asking was, was it really two and a half hours or was it maybe oh yes. five minutes? And oh, just because you fucking no AMC so much, it felt like it was the, the entire time. That's all I'm saying. Also, Shuddy, doesn't this feel like when I make similar complaints and I just don't attach it to specifically AMC, just generally? Like, isn't this something that I get knocked for? This this sounds like a <laughs> it's Jeff not Park so com- much. Complaint. It's not so much your complaints that you get knocked for as so much as you then deduct points from the movie because of it. Yeah, you okay, stub your toe enough. on the way into the King's speech and you're like, oh, fucking zero dicks. I stubbed my toe. <laughs> There's no way. That's bullshit. There's no way I'd pay for the King's speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I did watch another movie that I didn't have to pay for. I watched oh, nice. The Ice Road. Are you guys familiar with The Ice Road? Is it animated? No. Does it have Mads Mikkelsen in it? No. It has it, Oh, it's big old missile dick Liam Neeson in it. Where, where All right, I got to Google this. I'm interested. I love Liam Neeson. Ice Road. It just came out. Yeah, it just hit Netflix. Oh, action thriller! One hour and forty-eight minutes. Holy shit! I mean, you Does got me going right now. Have a specific set of skills. Um, being a truck driver. One of the one of the actors in this movie. I'm assuming she's Native American. Her name is Amber Mid Thunder. Yeah, that's a cool fucking name. A native yeah. New Mexican actress. You are correct. She's kind of oh, cute. In it. She's like a little bit gothed out. 
It's a Netflix original. Oh man, I'm very interested. And it's got a Lawrence Fishburne. I would have watched this and chimed in with with you. Well, I don't know if my review is going to keep that fire under your ass burning. Because, oh my God. (laughs) How much time was spent in the truck? There's a lot. So here is the, the structure of this movie. There are diamond miners in Canada and an explosion traps like 26 of them in a cave. And they need a well cap or something like that to free them. And they only have 30 hours before they run out of oxygen. But they can't fly anything in. And it's risky. The only way to drive in would be to take the ice roads. But it's April. And the ice isn't as thick in April. And these things are super heavy. So uh, Lawrence Fishburne says he'll carry one. And then he enlists that Native American girl and Liam Neeson and his mentally impaired brother, which was a very crowbarred, unnecessary plot point to give him a mentally impaired brother. Was he actually on the spectrum? Or was this like a simple jack? In the beginning, the other guys at the truck stop are picking on him and calling him a retard. And then Liam Neeson knocks one of them out. He's like, that's my brother. You don't call him a retard. And then it gets later explained to Lawrence Fishburne that he's a combat vet dealing with PTSD, and then they dropped some other term for his condition. But he 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 almost speaks in riddles. So there's a part where Liam Neeson's like, tell me, Gertie. And his name's Gertie, which is so weird. So he's like, Gertie, how much do you think this pipe weighs? And he's like, uh... Five hundred zero zero million, and he's like, "Gertie, what does that mean?" And then he just flashes his hands to give him the number of the weight of the pipe. It's like, why was that necessary to write into the the story structure? <laughs> Couldn't it just be his yeah. a down on his luck brother that needed a mechanic gig, or just some yeah some some sort of disability? You don't need a whole bunch of backstory to it. It was bizarre. It was really fucking bizarre, but like. So they go on this mission to drive across the thinning ice to race the clock to get to Canada to deliver these well caps. And I, I just... fuck is a well cap? I don't know. But I don't know how much further I could get into the absurdity of this without spoiling things. But... <laughs> Liam Neeson dies in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> somebody does. Oh, doesn't uh, sound good for Lawrence. <laughs> doesn't sound good for Lawrence. Let's just say this. Some of the trucks fucking sink. And it's like, why did they need three of them when one will do? If one saves the day, why do they need three trucks carrying the same shit when it's just putting more strain on the ice? The fucking company, spoiler alert, is trying to sabotage this because they don't want the miners to get saved because, I don't know, some thinly explained corporate greed bullshit, and the CGI in it looked like a 1994 Primus video. It was fucking ridiculous. The explosions were so whack. There's avalanches. They're fucking whack. It was... It was so bizarre. It was so fucking bizarre. It was very bad. It was... There were some suspenseful moments. 
It's the three two five. No, it was, dude. It was bad. It was a much better theater going experience. So wow. it's actually a three point five. That sounded authentic. He said, "Dude, it was very bad." Nobody, nobody was kicking my couch. So five dicks. <laughs> it's oh, it's a fucking two dicker at best. It was bad. The acting so in it was it, really bad. The writing was really bad. It's minor diamond miners in Canada. Who would have thought? So more likely to be nominated for an Oscar, F nine or The Ice Road. I mean, the best shot F nine has is its special effects. I just mean in general. I was just trying to. Yeah, F nine. Because they could, the special effects were good. So if it was going to get anything, they've given shitty movies uh, Oscar nods for special effects. They are not giving it for, to fucking Ice Road. No fucking way. So, like, with Steven Seagal movies, the movies necessarily aren't, you know, they're not epic. They're not great. But his performances is always top tier. How about Liam what? Neeson in this one? Is, is Liam Neeson, is his performance top tier? Like and everything else is dragging him down, or does he suck on top of this movie sucking? I mean, they were like Lawrence Fishburne and Liam Neeson were good, but there's literally a point where when Liam Neeson finds out he's being sabotaged and he's talking to his injured, mentally impaired brother, and he's like, You know what, Gertie? I think they did this to us. And you know what, Gertie? Now I'm pissed. It was just fucking corny shit like that. And then, like, seriously, the, the, the mentally impaired brother stuff was so fucking cringy. They're talking about how they want to one day buy a rig of their own. And they're on the CB radio with Lawrence Fishburne. He's like, so what are you guys going to name that truck if you get one? And Liam Neeson's like, I don't know. Gertie, Jimmy. Gertie, what do you say? What would you like to name our truck? And he goes, duh, truck, truck, truck. And Lawrence oh Fishburne God, goes, like Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> yeah. And Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne goes, Well, that's a good name for a rig. <laughs> it's like, wait, what am I watching here? How did how did this movie go through so many people and nobody was like, get that fucking truck truck shit the fuck out of here? What are you guys doing? It was kind of simple, a, Jackie, in a way. Let's call it Truck McTruckerson instead. <laughs> Truck, truck, truck. And at the end, spoiler alert, Liam Neeson buys a truck and the license plate says truck, truck, truck. Oh, no. Ah! And you know at the end, the way they edited it, like, Why there's only room for one. uh, All right, one at a time, fellas. You go first, Jeff. I have another one that I can just say. It sounds like Gertie died. Gertie 100% died if they're naming the rig. Truck, truck, truck. Just sounds further proof like the only uh, worthwhile trucking movie to watch is Over the Top. I will co-sign that. Or I don't if, even know what you're talking about. If um, the Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movie. Do you count Big Trouble in Little China as a trucker movie? All right. I mean, I'm I'm just asking. I don't know because. It doesn't fully qualify, but Kurt Russell is a trucker, and he is very active on the CB radio in the beginning of that movie. People I'm related to think that that's a Mount Rushmore mushroom movie. So take that for what it is. I will say, I'll go out on a limb and say that that's probably my 
favorite John Carpenter movie. Can't what? hate that statement. More than Halloween? Wait, he did a Halloween, right? Yeah. I didn't see Halloween statement. until the original Halloween until I was a, a legit adult. I watched Big Trouble on in Little China anytime it was on cable as a kid. Fair enough. People love that movie. So, do you not? I hate that movie. <laughs> Mark also hates that movie. I don't understand why. Why do you hate it? I don't know. I just, I, I just think it's corny. I'm not, I'm just not a fan. I do like Kurt Russell though. I was, I was into the Tango and Cash, uh, Kurt Russell. Not so not the Big Trouble in Little China, Kurt Russell. I think my favorite, and I would guess perhaps Jeff's after that statement, favorite John Carpenter movie would be The Thing. Oh, man, I haven't seen The Thing in forever. My brothers watch that, I think, every like Halloween or every October. And man, talk about a movie that... It's one of the best that, movies ever. Oh, dude, it ages so well. It's so fucking good. Those practical effects are mind-blowing. Nah. It's insane what they pulled off in 1982. I'll probably watch it this summer, or this... Uh, this fall. Yeah, that's that's also a must-watch around Halloween for me as well. I fucking love that movie. And people shit on the, the prequel or whatever it, it is. Prequel reboot thingy with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Not that bad. Wasn't it the same movie? So that's, I guess, the big reveal. The end of it is the start of the original thing. Mary... Mary Elizabeth Winstead is married to Ewan McGregor, McGregor, excuse me, and they're expecting their first child. I was wondering whatever happened to her because she was in Birds of Prey. When she was in, um, when she was in the Grindhouse movie, it was called Death Proof. I figured like she was going to blow up, like her career, she was going to be like on the Scarlett Johansson. Or is it Johansson? Whatever. Scarlet Joe tier of actress. Not necessarily Jennifer Lawrence because she wasn't even like big or popular at that time. But I thought she was going to be like a, a big movie star and she really ain't shit. She was good on that season of Fargo. I mean, yeah. But it's television. Well, I guess people don't look down on television as much as they used to. Yeah. Whatever. She was in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Ramona Flowers. Oh, uh, you're gonna love her forever, then, huh? She was in Gemini Man too, guys. Dude, I love Gemini Man. <laughs> Is that with Will Smith? Yeah, that's the the Will Smith movie where he plays himself. Dude, I love himself. Big Mama's House. I love, I love Will Smith. Will you see Gemini Great Man? American. No, no, I can't see Will Smith doing bad things. It bums me out. If he just made a couple different career choices, he could still be one of the best or biggest movie stars in the world. And he just decided to, I don't know, mail it in and raise weird children. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, don't, I don't really get it. He made, I think he just made so much fucking money. He was just like, whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, he's in coast mode. He's He's like... Once you reach that status, you're just Teflon. You do as yeah, many like shitty movies as you want. About... You throw in a concussion here and there. <laughs> yeah, I heard theories about like Adam Sandler and uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy 
and just how like that when they had kids they changed and they're more thinking about like making family movies that their children could watch so maybe there's something like that with going on with will smith but i don't know like he well will smith never really made any controversial career moves no Will Smith was never in like with Eddie Murphy, like he made lots of raunchy stuff, like he with lots of swearing and stuff. But when he got to a certain level of fame, he stopped doing that. Right, right. But I'm saying Will Smith never had to clean up what he was doing to be family friendly is all I was. Well, bad boys. Yeah. I mean, bad. That's two movies. Like that's not a string of things like the golden child uh, coming to America uh, Wait, was Golden Child uh, raunchy? I haven't seen that in a while. They were not geared towards y- younger demographics. I'm just throwing out Eddie Murphy. You know, like I mean, he's got the whole raw and delirious thing. Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> That's they have some racy shit in it. No, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, so for Will you. Smith to kind of fade away, it was strange. Wait, isn't the uh, isn't the golden child bad guy? Isn't that Tywin Lannister? Yes. Man, that motherfucker. I used to love that. I used to love that movie, and I haven't seen it for. I have oh, actually yeah, never seen it. I've never seen it either. Really? Oh, From nineteen eighty-six, okay. PG thirteen, a six out of ten on IMDb. All of our roads should meet. And we'll bring in Dom, and we'll do this on what the fuck did I just watch? You guys will watch the, the Golden Child. Get a review. You think he'd be into it? I wonder if he's seen it. Probably. Uh, I would hope. I don't know. I don't know if it's streaming hope. anywhere. I got to get in Dom's ear about a new MSPH wrestling. I'm getting antsy. I'm ready to defend my, my fucking title, by the way. You mean lose it? Nah, I don't know. People have came for the title a bunch of times and no one's been able to wrestle it for my fucking dragon grip. <laughs> do you review any, or do you have anything else to review? This has been fun. I have nothing. Yeah, to sorry. Say. We've been on a, we went on a, I led us on a serious detour. No, that's what we do I love here. it. Fucking detours are the main road on MSPH. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, confusion is our, is our brand. Has the law firm called in recently? Uh, I don't think so, but we can check with a few voicemails. Yay! Yeah, I've I've gotten responses or messages from Puma and I talking about how they have voicemails pending. <laughs> like, yeah, right, I apologize, everybody. I mean, we're just getting a lot of them, and you know, uh, and we we oh. veer off course quite spectacularly, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, and we've yeah, we've left off on June first. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh, I think this is Twisted Texan, according to the Google Voicemail translator. Let's see. Son of a bitch! Hold on, got to unplug it and replug it. Well, now at least this is consistent. You have to do this every time, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, it's our new bit. <laughs> yeah, the iPads in. Hey, on boys. It. So. Twisted Texan here tonight. Sitting out here on my patio. Drunker and shit. <laughs> Smoking some weed. 
Nice. First time I've ever actually called into the voicemail. Just want to say, love you, boys. And, uh, fuck, I don't know. It's, just, it's always <laughs> been a damn good time talking to y'all. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucked up. So <laughs> I'll try nice. to leave a better voicemail next time. But love you guys. Later, man. He did a little uh, poop and Kathy at the end. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah. Next time you just got to fart to sign off and do the full poop and Kathy. Yeah. Oh, he called back. Hold on. Hold on. So, twist his text again. Kind of just <laughs> does my thoughts for a second there. And uh, going to tell you all. It's all right. Take two. Fucked up story of mine. So, went to, went to the strip club one night, picked up a stripper, took her home, really good time. She left. After a couple of days, she come back, oh. sitting there oh. banging on my fucking door. Opened the door, said, what the hell are you doing here? She's like, well, you haven't talked to me. I was like, yeah, because I don't want to talk to you. So, well, what the fuck? I was like, well, I mean, have we had one night stand? I mean, I, I, yeah, it's probably pretty shitty, but I was just like, well, I thought that's all we had. And, uh, anyway, she was just like, well, I'm, I'm coming into your house. I said, no, you're not. Oh, damn. So, shut the door on her. She's banging on the door, banging on the door, banging on the door. She ends up calling the cops. Cops come over and they're like, well, hey, this lady says that you have stuff in purse in your house and this and that. I was like, yeah, don't have any of that shit. They said, well, can we come and look? I said, yeah, be more than welcome to. Come on. Brought her in. And I said, she's bothering me. I don't want her around no more. She's fucking crazy. And they're just like, they looked around the house. They tried to find her shit that wasn't here, that didn't exist, that I didn't have. And they told her, well, do not bother this man anymore because you're obviously, you know, not telling the truth. He doesn't have any of your stuff. And then she kept bothering me for about two months. And finally I told her I was going to get a fucking restraining order on her ass. And that finally ended that shit. So there's my fucked up, drunk, stone stripper story one of very many so how about it in this point have fun guys <laughs> yeah twisted texan seems to have have quite the the experience with strippers which i applaud yeah respect and you know you even though they are strippers girls tend to not throw their pussy around like guys throw their dicks around. So, if you just go around endlessly hunting one-night stands, you're going to break a few stripper hearts. Twisted. It's going to happen. Yeah, she thought she thought you'd be a keeper, unfortunately. And, and sometimes breaking stripper hearts isn't going to work out for you too well. You're going to have to deal with some drama. Yeah. Uh, could Yeah, exactly. There could be some irrationality to their behavior. Um, sounds like it was good fuck though, you know, a little crazy to her. 
<laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, jeez, that's a bummer. So you can't go to that strip club anymore, huh? I wonder how many strip clubs in Texas he can't go to anymore. Because <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of those stories. Broken. Yeah. Uh. All right. Here's here's another voicemail. Hey boys, Goomer calling in again. Goomer. Probably left too many voicemails. Honestly, let me know if you guys want me to chill out. Now we but, like you, Goomer. Um, I would Jeff. Ow. Would you suck a dick? Oh. Oh, definitely like you. All right. Hold on. Hold on. It's been a while since we've d- done that. So let's let's cue this up proper. Uh. Uh. Oh my God. Wow. It really has been a while. I don't even know what page this is on. Uh, would Jeff suck a dick? Would Jeff suck a dick? There's baking with Jeffy cakes. Uh, Dr. Steve saying big meaty erection. Oh, here we go. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Some positive reinforcement. Goomer. Goomer's got to hit us with his Wood Jeff suck a dick. Um, Jeff, would you suck a dick too? And I'm talking like a, at least like 15, 20 minute, you know, the whole, the whole deal, not like an easy dick sucking. And I'll tell you that you're a registered sex offender. Um, yeah, Jeff does have those dick sucking lips. <laughs> So I got to edge this guy for 15 minutes with my mouth? <laughs> Sweet. Seems a little more aggressive than a would Jeff suck a dick. I'm just trying to get over the finish line. I didn't know this guy had to have the best night of his life. This one seems kind of like a simple idea. Maybe someone's already done it. Hopefully not. But um, oh. yeah. And put the video podcast on recently. And just wanted to tell you, Shetty, you've been looking cute. Keep it up. Oh, thanks. And Wait, did he ask what the Jeff suck a dick was? Yeah, I don't know. I thought he maybe detoured. Are we gonna get back to it maybe? I don't know. Let's see, there's only like ten seconds left. Yeah, Kevin, keep holding it down. Suck a dick your mom does. You already know what's up. <laughs> You're my guy. Um, and yeah, just keep doing your thing. Love you guys. Puminati out. <laughs> Wait, did we miss something? Did you accidentally hit like forward fifteen? I don't think so. How long can we look listen to it again? All right, let me see. Oh, the whole deal, not like it. You got one shot, Goomer. The whole deal. I think he just just. God damn it! I think he just distracted himself talking about the length of the blowjob and forgot to ask the question. I think he was just like too into the blowjob. I yeah yeah I've been there before, buddy. Maybe the question was, will you just suck his dick for twenty minutes? (laughs) (laughs) And not not this weak shit where you don't even want to be there. I mean, give me a good fifteen twenty minutes of effort. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on. I'm gonna try and rewind this a little bit. Let's see. Jeff, would you suck a dick too? And I'm talking like a at least like fifteen twenty minutes. You know, all right, all right. the whole, the whole the plane deal, now. not like an easy dick sucking. And the alternative is that you're a registered sex offender. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't, I, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> How did we miss that? 
He said, or you're a registered sex offender. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Goomer, yeah, you can keep calling in, dude. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, no. No. Isn't there tears the registered sex offender? Like, can oh. I be a registered sex offender that didn't fuck kids? Yeah, why don't you try do, telling like, that? I mean, to... you can be, but it's still the same thing. Yeah, try to explaining still... that to a chick you meet at the bar. <laughs> Look, okay, so I am a sex offender, but I'm the lower tier. That makes <laughs> it better. Know, I wouldn't explain to her, only my neighbors. That's the point. <laughs> so if I'm explaining it to my neighbors, there is a difference. Well, that look, that's a conversation you're going to eventually have to have. Like, if you move in with a girl again, you'd be like, oh, okay, look, there is something I have to do real quick to our neighbors. But let me explain <laughs> to our, to tears to you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it wasn't a kid. Actually, it wasn't a, it wasn't a boy child. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, just Terrible. answer the question before you yeah. actually do have to register. I don't register know how to one. answer that. I guess I will. I guess I, I, I will take the 15 minutes of Pleasure Town. Me pleasuring this other guy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just I can't even imagine the ramifications of being a sex offender has in someone's life. Like, it's obviously it's way worse. To be sexually assaulted or, or molested, but like almost right below it or right above it is having to tell people <laughs> that you've done it before. Like, I don't know. I like, mean, there are stories about people so- who like were walking home drunk one night, whipped their dick out and pissed, got caught, and they just happened to be dick out pissing in a school zone or something. And those people do get registered as sex yeah. offenders. So Absolutely. Like, that's that's kind of what I meant. The tears I mean, thing. Yeah, I mean, it's still, uh, I mean... That's like, oh, I was one of the good Nazis. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, no, there was no kids. I just had my dick out at the school. <laughs> I just exposed myself at a school. There were no kids around, though. Yeah, I flashed, I flashed a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well... Shit, thank you for that, Goomer. Yeah. Yeah, thank, yeah, thanks, Goomer. Oh, here's another name I recognize. All right. Hey, guys, this is JJ from PA, a.k.a. Wolf Knife JJ Gabram. I got a uh, random <laughs> brain question. <laughs> oh. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Did, you guys, did you guys nickname JJ Gabram? Yeah. That sounds <laughs> like a Tully solid. nickname. That's solid. Oh, nice. All right, let's cue this up properly. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's Random Random Brain brain Question. From Celebrity Questionnaire, J.J. Gabrams. Oh, man, it restarted the voicemail. That I'm actually kind of confused about. So, do we use our lungs when we're drinking from a straw? And if so, then how are we not bringing the liquid into our lungs? I feel like there is something a little off about that that I can't quite figure out. I am stupid. Yeah. Yins, I'll <laughs> take care. Much love. Bye. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't oh. say that, J.J. Gabrams. I think I know the right answer, but I feel like Shuddy. Yeah, Shuddy got a I'm much reaction. more confident what Shuddy's answer is. 
So yes, you are using your lungs when you are sucking something through a straw, but you're not swallowing in that same action. Yeah, you're not not vaping your soda. You're not vaping your Baja You're not inhaling the liquid. So when you pause between sucking through the straw and swallowing, when you swallow, there's like this little flap in your body that closes off your airway and sends the liquid down to your... Yeah, Jeff knows about that flap when he's swallowing. (laughs) Well... Yeah, I mean, the saying is it went down the wrong pipe, right? So Correct, but it never actually it does. Uh, or you'd drown. But you do get a lot Maybe, of Baja yeah. Blast, so worth it. <laughs> Put it right into my lungs. Here's, uh, here's another voicemail. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, Josh M. from... Uh, uh, where the hell? Uh, somewhere in Washington, uh, <laughs> the state, not D.C. Anyway, so I was sorry, guys. It's I was calling there. to explain to you why the peppercorn thing helps to uh, bring you down if you're uh, having some cannabis anxiety. Oh, nice. And uh, the reason for that is because he even know it helps where he you is. focus on <laughs> something other than your breathing and your heart rate and whatever terrible thing is going through your mind. So wait a second. The peppercorn is so flavorful and strong and sharp that it just distracts you. Yeah, it like snaps you back to reality because it's terrible. So what if somebody like kicked you in the nuts? Like oh, it would be. Oh, that I'm freaking same. out. The way I, the way I described it is like when you, when something like, like something bad happens when you're real high and like you snap too. Oh, yeah. From the adrenaline from that, so you have something else to focus on. Okay. So, like, smelling salts almost. Yes. Well, I can subscribe to that. Oh, well, Josh, hold on. Josh has more. Got more knowledge for For us. So, we paused it, didn't we? Get yourself busy doing any little mundane thing would help with that. Also, for the... um, the oh my god my heart's racing thing try wearing a fitbit or something similar and when you feel like your heart is racing look at it chances are it's not racing at all you're just freaking out so um yeah so there you go shutty 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 (laughs) well the money i would spend on a fitbit i'm gonna buy a bong with so all right shutty 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 Okay. Oh, we got some more. We got time? Oh, yeah. We got time. Let's fucking do this. Hey, boys. It's Jeff and Indy. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in on your AMC discussion. Uh, Oh, perfect. Holding 15 shares of AMC and benefiting off of recent events. AMC kind of sucks, at least here in Indy. We only have one, and it's it's not even the nicest part of town and it's just not it's expensive and it's not really nice but at the same time i trust jeff's opinion on long beach so i think what needs to happen is kevin needs to head his ass up to long beach and you guys go see a movie up there and then we can hear back from you about how that how that amc is and get a get a true final opinion from kevin but uh yeah love you guys see you later yeah, I mean, come to the AMC I, Long I, Beach you know campus. What? I like this idea 
but we have to expand it where Jeff has to go to the AMC that you hate so much and report back on if it is truly as terrible. I can so, guarantee it's it's worse than Long Beach. I mean, it's the one in City Walk. So, never been. <clears throat> Here's another weird thing about it. So it's at you know City Walk is right next to Universal Studios Hollywood. All right. So, so then that makes sense why that one's awful. It's a big, massive outdoor <laughs> shopping complex, like an outdoor mall. There's a fucking like Planet Hollywood, Bubba Gump. There's all these restaurants, all these eateries, some shops, yeah, some candy stores. And then Universal Studios is right there. And in order to get there, there's only one parking lot, and it's for Universal Studios. So they'll ask you where you're going, and when you say the movie theater, they give you a receipt. And then charge you $28 to park there. And then you show that receipt to the AMC, and they give you $23 cash. So you have to pay $5 to park there. And AMC eats a $23 dick sandwich for every person. Which is for bizarre. Every car. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah. It sounds like a terrible start to your experience. So if you walk in there... And you buy a movie ticket, and that is it. They've lost eight bucks on you going to the movies there? Three, because I think they're $20 tickets. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This is fucked the whole way around. But I'm a, I'm a, hey. I, I signed up for the, the movie pass, which is 23 or $24 a month. So, so they're taking they're taking a twenty three dollar dick in the face every time you go to a movie if you don't get any <laughs> concessions. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, that has to make you feel at least a little bit better. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, I've, I've gone to Long Beach. <laughs> so basically, and seen... what you could do if you wanted to just bankrupt these fuckers is you could theoretically you could just go in, buy your ticket, use your free movie, go pay to park. Go back. Oh no, because you're not get it. You're not making twenty three dollars because you're paying the twenty eight and then getting twenty three back. Yeah. So it still costs me five bucks to park there. And if you spend that twenty three dollars, then it costs you twenty eight dollars. Like you're the not. The AMC is not the only one eating a dick here, huh? No. You'd still be out five dollars. There's no way to make this profitable for you. Just to no. To, to fake going to the movies to get that $23 in cash. I mean, I've seen movies in Long Beach. I don't know if we've gone to the AMC. I think well. we went to Cinemark. Oh, uh, okay. Either way, we'll, we'll get it going soon. Yeah. Uh, I think we got time for one or two more. Hey, Mad Scientist Party Hour. It's Psycho, a.k.a. the Canadian Dane Cook. Um, <laughs> would GL suck a dick question? Oh, shit. So, first off, based on your sparkling reviews there, GL, who's got the bigger hog, Ramsey or Ruprecht? I don't know if it's a Patreon-only question, but one way or another, GL, I don't know who's bigger, but who do you suck off? Gun to your head. Good luck. 
That's, that's not a would Jeff suck a dick question. <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff sucking a dick. Now, which one? Yeah, that's that's um, gunpoint forced homosexuality. Goran Ramsey, though. Easy, easy answer. So Gorn. what he's referencing is in our Patreon, we do Supermarket Queefs, which is a supermarket sweep watch-along podcast, which comes out every Saturday. And the, one of the running... And it was... I was going to say, was the greatest MSPH production ever up until recently. <laughs> up until the beginning of June. Yeah. yeah. So one of the running gags is we always talk about how David Ruprecht, the host of Supermarket Sweep, has a six-foot dick. And we make endless jokes every episode about how big his penis must be. But we've never done the same thing with Gordon Ramsay on Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, another Patreon show. Um, we, we do all agree that Gordon Ramsay is a straight-up G, but we've never joked about his penis. So, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like in the grand scheme of things, if you're following the MSPH joke universe, Ruprecht's probably got a bigger dick than Ramsay. So if you're not a dick-sucking enthusiast, you would probably choose to blow the smaller dick. I mean, is that how it works? I would like to get some sort of like time trial stats because I just want to get it over with as fast as possible. <laughs> so, just fucking let me at it. It's not the size; it's how long it's going to take. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'd go you with need... Ruprecht if he's guaranteed to come in ten seconds versus Ramsey right. with his smaller penis that might take thirty. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, Ruprecht's going to make a whole get out of there. fucking mm-hmm. afternoon out of it. He's sitting there eating like. Uh, uh, <laughs> A traditional English breakfast and bangers and mash. And... Hey, you still down there sucking, are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's how I'd answer the question, I guess, is whoever um, whoever finished first, is who, <laughs> is who ideally I'd go after. I do like Gordon Ramsay more as a host, if that someone answers your question. I mean, it's, it's a, just a different thing, right? I mean, Ruprecht is on his own, and Ramsay's got... One other superstar, and 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 then Arone, who I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's no Joe B, but let's do one more, and then we'll call it a day. What up, y'all? Uh, Kevin, Jeff, Shuddy. Uh, I just want to say what up. I love you guys. Uh, I'm uh, about to go to rehab uh, tomorrow. Oh, shit. I just want to say uh, I love you guys, and uh, I've listened to every episode four or five times. And, um, yeah, just wish me luck. All right. For sure. Uh, Good luck, guys. Bye. He wished us good luck, too. Well, shit, man. That's—is it the end of it? Yeah, I mean that's that's a bummer, but I'm glad you're I'm glad you're getting some treatment. Um, I'm glad sure. we're able to provide you with some stuff to listen to. Shall we put down the fucking vape bag? Now's not the right time. I just <laughs> you fucking junkie, Shuddy. Jesus, Shuddy's over there double fisting, shoving edible gummies in his mouth. What are you guy talking about? <laughs> Jesus, what a depressing voicemail. <laughs> oh, man, I need to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I hope, yeah, I hope it works out for you, man. I mean, taking that, taking that leap and going into treatment's a big step. That means you're, you're taking it seriously. So 
just fucking follow through, stay the course, commit, and you know you got you got our support. You got the three of us behind you. We're in your corner. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. Good luck, homie. Just you know, just be mindful of your support system and structure and the company you keep because that's probably a, a big factor in all this or will end up being a big factor in all this. But yeah, yeah. Best of luck, homie. Hopefully you uh, are still a fan of the podcast once you come out of this. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, like I learned a lot about myself and the thing that I learned most is that I actually don't like the mad scientist party. Hour. <laughs> actually, these guys were a bad influence on me, so I'm stopping. He's gonna, he goes, Mike Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we wish you the best, friend, and uh, shoot us an update once uh, once you're all finished. Yeah, dude, give us a status report. We'll go. We'll, we'll hear it sometime in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right. Well, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all those uh, tremendous voicemail callers. You guys were fucking on your game tonight. That was fun. Um, carried us. You, yeah. you the real star. <laughs> And um, if you need more MSPH in your life, please head on over to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. We are just a fucking content-cranking machine over there. Uh, And it's never been bigger, which means people are signing up and staying, and new people are checking it out. So uh, I'm I'm really confident in what me and the fellas are are doing over there. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And why not take us up on a... Just a one-month trial. Just five bucks. It's a fucking latte. Just try us out for a month. See if you like the the the, the Patreon-exclusive podcast and Crafter Jeff Shuddy edition. And who knows? You might want to jump up to the next tier and get some supermarket queefs in your life. Or Masters <laughs> of the Puniverse. Yeah. Yeah. Or Snack Attack. Our tier is even lovelier. Or Kevin's Nerd Hole. Yeah. And or what the fuck do you sure watch? Or Between watch- Two Flushes. Exactly. All the MSPH productions. And be sure to watch MasterChef this week so we can all be on uh, page for our Thursday Crafter Jeff Shetty edition. Yeah, yeah. Episode. And if you haven't done so, please help us out. Subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Hour. We got the, the full video episodes up of our little Zoom conferences minus the Easter egg. That's still an audio podcast exclusive. And- Hoo-ah! Yeah, send us your emails, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. At MSPH Podcast. Shout out to everybody who topped us off and got us over 2,000 followers. Uh, Fucking nice. sweet. Yeah. Thanks for topping us off. Yeah. Didn't take long. You guys are not to be fucked with. Also, check out Fade the Media, Jeff's other podcast. If you want to hear Jeff shoot the shit about sports and hip hop and. Anything else that follows under that falls under that umbrella? Oh, that's pretty much it. Really, <laughs> those are our wheelhouses. Yeah, Shuddy, you got anything else? No, sir. All right, friends, that's about it. But until next time, he's something. Big fat bing boing poppers. Oh boy. Okay, let's see here. Is this little thing you gonna do a do hopper?
What's up, Shutterino? What up? That's an interesting Death Before Dishonor shirt. The little Duncan it, collab. What what's it say on the back? Boston runs on moshing. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. All right, Dookie boy, what the hell? What is this fart liquor doing? Mm. He's, if I had to guess, he's... Uh... Blowing dudes? Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say taking cum shots. Well, that works. I'm going to put my dick in. I'm gonna put my dick in. Oh yeah, I'm fixing to fuck you. So <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. Probably not. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, Mondo did a pre-sale for a Skeletor before he was Skeletor figure. Oh, I actually do. Oddly and enough. I missed it. And today I get an email from Mondo that says, thanks for your interest in the one sixth scale Keldor. Um, you have the chance to buy one uh, before we, without them going back on sale to the general public. Uh, so what's the difference if it's going to be released to the general public? No, it was sold out. And then I was like, I set up the, let me know when it's back in stock. Uh, so they let me know and they don't let you know. And then throw it up on the website for gen pop. They give those people who ask to be notified first crack at them, I guess. So is there going to be any difference from the ones that were exclusive to Mondo and then the ones that get released to everybody? Or do you just get it earlier? No, the No, the initial release sold out. Yeah, I know. But if they're making more of them, is it just the same exact thing or is there anything that yes. differentiates it from it being a second print or whatever? It not from what I can tell. Okay. It's the same pro it, they only had unlike the other ones they didn't have, I think they didn't have, I think Keldor itself was just exclusive. You could only get it through Mondo. Man, I, there was a, there was a point in time where I tried to get multiple Mondo posters back when I still had room to buy new things to hang on the wall. Um, and I got burnt so many times by them. I just gave up and now I kind of just don't give a shit about Mondo. Although burnt that how? just like I, I, I got on at the time when it said, hey, these posters are going on sale now. I, I mean, like, there were really cool Edgar Wright ones. There was, like, a Scott Pilgrim one. Everything I tried for sold out immediately, and I never got one. But, I mean, actually, okay, so if you can see behind me, it's a little bit sun-glared right now, but that Castlevania poster behind me, in between the Howard Stern one and Shaun of the Dead, that's a yes. Mondo print. And then the one on the other side of Howard, this one, the... Usagi Yojimbo, that's a Mondo print that I bought at Comic-Con. 
So I guess I do have a few, but for the most part, their their movie posters that I tried to get, no luck. The only Mondo poster I have, you got a Spider one, Spider Man one, right? The Spider Man Far From Home. That one's dope. And then I have Man at Arms. Yeah, Shuddy, you and I have the opposite problem of Jeff. We have no wall space left, and Jeff has all the wall space in the world. And Merman. And then I have... uh, Ethel Merman? Yep, Ethel Merman over there. (laughs) Uh, I have... I'll have a Hordak in September. Oh. And then whenever this Keldor is going to ship, I... Uh, they wasted no time. I took a few, a little while to try and decide if I should do it or not. And I responded to the email and finally said, yes, I'll do it. Within minutes, they invoiced me. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they gave me told, they gave me two weeks to decide initially in the email. Please let us know by July 12th, which is probably when they're going back on the website. Yeah, they want that money. Are we recording yet? Yep. Easter egging it it. up. With my little baby volcano bag. Hold that up. Yeah, that is pretty tiny. (laughs) Nice. Recording in progress. Oh, Oh, boy. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> I, uh, the, uh, this is my travel bag. Oh, my God. Yep, it, uh, it complies the TSA regulations. Great t-shirt, too. This is my bringing, I, when I bring the volcano in the car bag. Man, you're like... That episode of The Simpsons when Homer buys like a million things to plug into his car and he's got like an oven that's making a pizza. You're just like a hairier Homer. Shuddy, I think you and I are older than Homer. What? Yeah, let me look this up. Oh. Homer Simpson age. Or he d- how he does old have... is Homer Simpson? Oh. That been. Okay, not yet. So Homer in the series is a 39-year-old man. Okay. So we're so the same age as Homer right now. You are. I still have a couple weeks before I'm uh, living in this younger than Homer. <laughs> I don't know why. I always figure uh, in Homer the Simpson was older. season, it says that he's 40 in the 18th season. Although, even in those seasons, his age is inconsistent. Due to the floating timeline, Homer's age has changed occasionally as the series developed. He was 34 in the early episodes, 36 in season 4, 38 and 39 in season 8, and 40 in the 18th. So he was 39 for the next 10 seasons. (laughs) And Maggie has been 1 as Homer went from 34 to 40. And Ned Flanders is supposedly 60? Yeah, they crammed that in one episode to like make a joke. When I think it was I think it might have been an episode when Flanders took his shirt off and he was just shredded. 
And then he made reference to getting a senior discount at, at something. I don't know. I've, I've, I'm definitely not as boned up on my Simpsons trivia as I once was. Yeah, who do you think would win between you two if you guys had a Simpsons trivia competition? De- Kevin, probably. I haven't regularly watched The Simpsons ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, we called it Church in Cutstown because the we had crisscrossing Philly and Jersey TV stations, I think. So we could watch two episodes of The Simpsons on the Jersey thing and then go one channel up and catch two episodes of The Simpsons on the Philly feed. So two hours of The Simpsons every night we watched in in our dorm room. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I really made the most of my college experience. (laughs) So you 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 pretty much flunked out of college because of The Simpsons. (laughs) Yeah. The Simpsons and Gravity Bongs ruined my chances at a high-paying career. <sighs> All right, fellers. What do you say? You guys feeling ready to pop off? Pop off a piece of your dick? Uh, can we let the mailman... Pop off a piece of my dick. Can we Stop what? coming to the house. I don't pop off a piece of my dick. Do you hear the dogs? Yeah. Is that MJ? Pop off a piece of my dick. No, that's Lila. Hi, fellas. I don't pop off a piece of my dick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Gotta go get my um, blast door toy. <laughs> Are they bringing his toys, you think? The mailman probably Sounds like knows. it, right? The way he hopped off that fucking chair, it feels like it's bringing, they're bringing his toys. Well, good morning, good there, Shadi. Got more toys for you this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a fucking folksy 50 sitcom. Yeah. Because I would. <laughs> Thank you, mailman ca- Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, in this case, wouldn't Shuddy be Mr. Miller? Or would you call him Mr. Shuddy? Mr. Shuddy. Yeah, probably Mr. Shuddy. Hi, fellas. Oh my god, and here he fucking is. With his haul. Hit the lights. It's boner time. I don't pop off a piece of my dick. It's boner time. Yes, you it open is. The, are you going to open those in the, on the main episode? This one I'll save for the Patreon. Oh yeah, I'm fixing this to fuck you. You know. So then it can be a tax write-off. <laughs> Absolutely. Good thinking. <laughs> From Los Angeles, California, with the Mad Scientist Party Hour.